Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Strike, the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast with a British twist. I'm your host, Paul, and tonight I'm joined by the full team for the first time in, what, probably three months? So, first of all, I'm going to introduce Mr. Craig Lucas. Holy shit! That's Spider-Man. Oh, in one? (laughs) That's uh, when uh, Ant-Man turns giant. Oh yeah, you know, I watched it again last night. What a film! It's just amazing. Uh, next, we're joined by Josh. As I always say, keep your friends rich and your enemies rich, and then find out which is which. Ooh, ah. it's not Tony Stark, is he? No, Daredevil. No. It's the baddie in Daredevil. No, it's not. Ah. <laughs> Who the hell's that? That's a good one. Who the hell's that? I ain't got a clue. No. It's Ultron. Oh. Oh. The lovely James Spader. And last but not least, Tony. Can you stop a moving car? A slow moving car? Oh, um, uh, Jessica Jones' adopted sister. Uh, close, it's Luke and Jessica. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I knew it was well, in Jessica episode one point oh three. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, no? yeah. I did. I did recognise it, and it just wouldn't wouldn't yeah. click. So we're obviously we're going to do like we normally do. We're going to talk about the news, but we're we're going to do something a little bit different uh, after that. Um, we're actually going to introduce some talk about DC, where we're going to compare. Uh, where Marvel and DC are going right and where they're going wrong with their TV and uh, movie universes. But but first, we're going to gonna do a bit of news. Uh, Tony, I'm going to go to you first. Yeah, well, the, the main thing I've picked out is the Russos have actually confirmed, which we probably already expected, that the, the dispute at the end of Civil War won't be resolved off-camera or in between the movies. Um, probably not a great surprise. It's something that there's a lot of dramatic possibility for those two to come back together, I'd have said. Um, so that should be interesting, I think. Yeah, it's, it, it was kind of obvious, though, wasn't it? Because they're yeah. not going to wake up like after, like the next day after he gets the letter off Captain America. He's going to wake up the next day and just be like, "Do you know what he's saying now?" Mm. I'll go and have yeah, a few sure. pints with him down down the pub. Yeah, the actual quote from Anthony Rosso is that um, we believe things that are important and complex for a character to go through should be seen on camera. The divisions that happened at the end of Civil War were so deep, they're not the kind of things you can resolve or move through off camera. They're the kind of things you have to deal, directly deal with in the storytelling. That's our philosophical approach to how we handle these things. Uh, quite right, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did notice in the article as well that they said that possibly some of the others will make up beforehand, though, mm. um, in in the, the upcoming films, which that would be interesting. I get the feeling that's possibly aimed at Black Panther and uh, Winter Soldier. Possibly, yeah. You, I, I mean, watching the film again last night, um, as they were fighting, some of them were making up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but... Yeah, the, cause, yeah, Vision and Wonder are in a kind of a decent place, aren't they, at the end of the... Yeah. ...of sorts. Uh, and... Yeah. Um, I don't think they could resolve that. That that fighting at the end was it was to the death, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that neither of them died. Yeah. <laughs> kind of tagging onto that as well. We hadn't mentioned it beforehand. Was the fact that uh, 
Steve Rogers will no longer be Captain America. Mm. No, no. How's that work? He's now given up the shield, so he's no longer Cap. He's just Steve. Yeah, I, I'm assuming they're going to go down the uh, Steve Rogers Super Soldier route. Yeah. Is I that a imagine. real thing, is it, in yeah. the comic book world? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. in Civil War, the comic books, obviously, Cap dies. Um, but then he comes back <coughs> and is no longer Captain America. Bucky is. Um, and he doesn't take the mantle back up. He carries on as Steve Rogers' super soldier. So, It'd be an interesting thing to see, like, on screen. Yeah. So, I, I can't see him taking any of the other monikers on. Yeah. That he's taken over the years. But the US- big question is, though, who's going to take the mantle? Will it be Falcon? Will it be Bucky? Or is it someone else they're going to bring in? I because- would assume it's going to be Bucky. I think it'll be Bucky. Yeah. I can't see them going any other way. They've built up that relationship so much. Yeah. There was even, to say in that, there was a scene cut from Civil War where Bucky picks up the shield and says, I've got to get one of those for myself. Mm. Oh, yeah. That they've cut out. Mm. Um, so I, I'm assuming that's where they're going. Yeah, because I'm not being funny. Like, Falcon has only technically just established himself as the Falcon. So yeah. I don't think they're going to take that mantle away from him, like, straight away. Yeah. Plus, I, he's got his superpowers. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I really hope for Sebastian Stan's sake that he gets it, because he's, he's worked hard yeah. in that role. Mm. Yes, yeah. He's played three very different characters in three different films. Mm. Um, Is that the Winter Soldier fella? Yeah. yeah. He's He's got a cheeky little grin, hasn't he? He's a sexy man. He's yeah. a sexy man. <laughs> and he's still got four films on his contract, so... Oh, so he's not going anywhere, is no, he? No, 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 no. Yeah. And name, Chris, doesn't Chris Evans' contract run out like Infinity War Part 1 or something? I think everybody's does, basically, of all the originals. Obviously, Robert Downey Jr.'s has ended multiple times yeah. already. And he just, I believe he just Chris, wants the money, let's yeah, be honest. I believe Chris Hemsworth's contract's up as well. Kind of makes me wonder if that's why it's not Infinity War 1 and 2 now. Mm, it's possible. So, because originally the rumours were that the, the original stars weren't going to be in the first first film, were they? Yeah. It was rumoured that they were only going to be in the second one. But now it seems like they've they've changed their mind and possibly they're going... I would imagine you've got to think that the the second of the two films is possibly going to be the new Avengers. Hmm. What what do you reckon? Um, is it yeah, Chris Evans? Do you reckon he'll have like little cameos, or do you reckon it might be like he might sign a new contract? I think you... he might possibly sign for another couple of films. I don't reckon it'll be a six-picture deal if he does. No, though. I don't. I think it'll go the same way as someone similar to Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, that he signs as he goes, and yeah. like Robert Downey Jr. is doing now. Hmm. I'll still replace you with Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> Boom. Where is, right, where is Samuel L. Jackson? Jordan Civil War. Just where is he now in the, in this timeline? Because we're, we're up to date on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and everything. And I was explaining last night that, that them TV series have, have run alongside this the film saga. Yeah. And I know Samuel L. Jackson handed over to... Um, the other fella. Coulson. Yeah. Coulson, yeah. 
so where is he now? Well, he's basically gone to grind, hasn't he? He's writing out various loose elements of Hydra, yeah. isn't he, at one he, point? Yeah, he's, he's just like a, a hero for hire, if you want to put it that way. Yeah, I, I believe he was still in contact with Coulson at certain times, wasn't he? Mm. Yeah, because like, he's just thrust the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. into Coulson. Yeah. Mm. And there's that old thing about um, borrowing the, the um, carrier, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Which we assume is you got from him. Yeah. You've got to assume he had some influence in it. I think he just didn't want to get involved in the war. Mm. So Quite possibly. Uh, having already weeded out Hydra, I think he was kind of like, right, I'm just going to let them deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on holiday. Yeah. <laughs> Hawaii, here I come. So, the next piece of news, Josh, you want to go for yours? Yeah, um, my bit of news is just about something Vin Diesel put on his um, Instagram. Uh, it was It's apparently a whole um, cast list of the people who were in Infinity War, and it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. It's... I don't know if anyone like could get it up right now, but I think this is the one we chatted about, wasn't it, Paul? This, uh, I think yeah, Danny I think. Jr. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. posted a a poster of it. Um, but yeah, then that's I, the I, thing. Like, though. This is updated. Yeah, and I believe Vin Diesel actually did confirm that he is in Infinity War. Yeah. So the all the, the Guardians are all in it and everything. Now. Yeah. yeah, there's there's the Avengers, there's Spider Man, there's uh, the Ant Man crew. Uh, the Guardians, uh, there's that, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cast is on it, and all the Netflix stars are also on it. Mm. Don't, don't mess, oh gosh, I've just had a shiver. Why? Because, we're going to come to this later, I'm sure, with the DC Universe, they're not carrying on the TV stuff up into the movies, are they? Oh, I know. They're, they're, I know. But, so, Marvel are, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I know. Well, well, which time will suck? I say this is the one which has been kicking around, which is an element of dream casting, wasn't there in it? Yeah. Yeah. But so. I, I believe Vin tends to be one of these ones that wears his heart on his sleeve when it comes to announcing things. Mm. And I, I think he possibly knows quite a bit more than maybe other members of the cast does. Yeah. Mm. At times. Um, due to the fact that he was meant to be playing another character as well, um, which now seems to be dead in the water. But um, what he was he going to play this time? Like he was going to he was, he was be in in humans, and it was going to be completely the opposite—a character that doesn't talk at all. Oh, what is <laughs> the... <laughs> being in the air, Of course, gonna... if you, I'm sure if you talk to um, Clark Gregg. You kind of get the other picture, which is where the corporate pokes their nose in. Yeah. yeah. Where I know he's desperate to try and get an Iron Fist, isn't he? And it sounds like this might not happen. Yeah. So. He's a big fan of Iron Fist. Uh, it's his, his favourite, yeah. When he was yeah. asked to pick a, a team on one of the the mobile games, Iron Fist was his his choice as his leader. Yeah. So he's always <laughs> been a a fan of Iron Fist. I mentioned to somebody earlier on a Facebook page, I think it might be time, what really happens is somebody, Disney needs to tell Ike, maybe it's time he needs to retire. <laughs> I honestly don't think it'll be far off, to be honest. 
I think yeah. he might possibly go at the same time as Bob Iger goes. Mm. Which is only a couple of years years away now. So just need to get it all under one umbrella, really, now. They do, and I can see why there are issues between it mm. and storytelling purposes, yeah. where a TV series is <clears throat> built over the space of about six months. Yeah. You'll find something like Infinity Wars being worked on for three, four years, and it mm. is very difficult to, to picture where a character is going to be in, in even no, six months. Agreed. But as we said before, in terms of, like, like, Defenders cameos in Infinity yeah. War. That's that's something you can do so late in the right in the production stage, yeah. without really affecting the main story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we shall see again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then the next bit of news, Mr. Lucas. Well, I could be talking bloody Arabic here for all <laughs> all, all this means to me. Uh, Spider Girl on TV. Oh, sorry, Squirrel Girl on TV, <laughs> Spider-Man on the brain. Uh, Marvel is developing a New Warriors comedy series um, in conjunction with ABC Studios. Um, and from what you guys told me before, it's potentially an adult comic. Well, I gather she's a bit cheeky, isn't she? She's a character, Craig. Uh, Josh? Yeah, she's... Um, it's a bit of a pun like but she's a bit nuts so <laughs> how does she get her, her powers she's there's a few variations on it I mean like one of them she's like half squirrel or something which is a bit stupid like and I think another one there's like a, a spoof one where she's bit by a radioactive squirrel like <laughs> but, um, but that's more plausible than being half squirrel sure I know yeah who wants to be of squirrel descent like, I mean, like the, the, only, the, only benefit, the only thing you'd have to do to keep yourself alive is like swim on your back to keep your nuts dry. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Craig does that all the time. <laughs> I've got mine in in uh, two bags now. <laughs> and then we've seen off air, Paul. You wonder whether that's one they think maybe is better suited for telly. Yeah, I definitely think Top it's. Spell. I can't. I can't see the cinematic. The, the films going comedic. Mm. I just don't don't see it. I know Guardians is humorous, but I wouldn't call it a comedy in any way, shape, or form. And mm. I I just can't see Squirrel Girl fitting into that type of landscape. Mm. So, will she? I mean, you say here the New Warriors. What's that? Is that a, a, another group? Yeah, it's, it's like. Mm. I guess you could call it like a small version of the Secret Avengers, yeah. If you wanted, well, they kind of introduced it in Agents of Shield, didn't they? Yeah, like because there was um, what what did um, what did Sky call it? I keep calling it Sky. I know it's Daisy, but yeah, I can't remember what you called it. I can't, but it was was the New Warriors, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm sure it was the New Warriors, um, which was Yo Yo. I loved Yo Yo. I'm just saying, I absolutely loved her. There you go. Like, spo- just spoilers for listeners, like, but she just went out too quickly, like, yeah. be- being killed like that. That's just not on. I can't remember Yo Yo at all. She's the Spanish one who can, like, move as fast as she likes within one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And kind of bounces around. Yeah. I can't believe she. Is she dead? Yeah. 
Oh. Spoilers, sorry, like, but I, I'm just <laughs> it's, like. It's been shown here months ago. It's yeah, it was. I, I, I know, but I mean, I, I'm not. I'm just saying this now. I only caught up on it. it must have been like three weeks ago. Yeah, we I, only I, finished I, recently. Yeah, I I started watching it when it came out and just completely forgot to like watch it. I think as well by binge watching it, you, like I've just forgotten who Yo Yo was. Yeah. You, you can skip over a lot of stuff by just watching it all in one go. So sometimes it's not a good thing. The great yeah. thing though, she's a character you can come back to. Um, yeah. I I hope I hope they do bring her back or give someone else her abilities because I love anyone with super speed. Well, any form of it, even. And. Going to Agents of Shield, I know this isn't Squirrel Girl, but do you know the two sitting in the bar, the the on-off relationship. You oh yeah. To say goodbye. Weren't they going to get their own TV series? Yeah, yeah they, they were. never picked it up. Yeah, uh, yeah it, can't. Uh, they filmed a because they had. Yeah, he was genius. Remember him off the Sky One show where he was he where he was a butcher. Trollies, Trollies yeah. Yeah. I yeah. never watched that. I thought it was oh, I'm not seen him in anything else. So. Yeah. Yeah, he was in. He was in the first two series of Trolleyed, and um, never watched it. And then obviously he disappears. He must have gone over to be famous in America at that point. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, do some sit-ups. Well, he said that um, Comic Con that um, they'd like coming back because the, it didn't get picked up. I think it was Clark Gregg um, got asked um, uh, Hunter and. Um, his wife, I can't remember the name now. Um, are they coming back because the show never got picked up? And he just like smirked and went, maybe. So, hopefully. I think I think they'll. I don't think they'll come back permanently, but I think they'll they'll make appearances at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're semi-regulars or some recurring yeah. characters or something. Now. I, did, I I really like them too. I hope they do come back. So, so the, the last bit of news. Uh, is Thor. Uh, lots of Thor mm-hmm. news recently. I'm oh, going to yeah. start off with the uh, the uh, clip that was shown at Comic-Con that has now been released Yes. Um, of what Thor was doing during Civil War. <laughs> what did so everybody funny. think of it? <laughs> it's really funny. I chuckle all the way through it. Oh. You seem trying to quote, do a quote, dictate an email. It was just hilarious. <laughs> and then trying to work out Send what, a raven. Was, yeah, what everybody was doing for the evening. And they're yeah. like, we're working. Uh, and Molnar in the in the crib, sleeping <laughs> next to him. Only when and when he draws that the and it's holding a little Thor. I thought yeah. that was dead. Oh, that was oh. funny. And Thanos, the man who doesn't like to stand up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you lazy little bastard, yeah. And of course, the the nice little cameo from Mister Ruffalo in there. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. Um, who's quite clearly still in contact with Tony. Yeah. yeah, obviously. Yeah, um, who doesn't want a giant green rage monster? Well, yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, I thought that was uh, that was a nice little uh, cameo bit uh, yeah. to see what they were doing during that. So, but um, then on to the main bulk of the the Thor news. Obviously, the the pictures from filming in uh, in Brisbane. Oh yes. Um, yeah. Right, I am going to say now. For everybody listening, if you haven't seen the photos, this will be spoilers. Um, so you might want to whiz it on for maybe five minutes um, while we talk about this. Um, 
But um, so starting now, we saw Thor and Loki in New York. Um, just wandering around in casual gear. Um, the first minor spoiler, which hasn't kind of been hidden, is their father walking around dressed like a hobo. I've seen that faulty. I never thought I'd see Anthony Hopkins looking like that. Anthony uh, Hopkins? Yeah. I didn't think I'd ever see him dressed like that. But, um, yeah, that's the first minor spoiler that it looks like. Looks like he's on Earth. Yeah. Uh, at some point. Do you think what? Uh, do we wonder whether his Loki's kicked him out or whether he left of his own volition? I would imagine it's Loki that's kicked him out after mm. the end of the last Thor. Yeah, I mm. kind of had a theory actually. Yeah. I have a theory that he actually left of his own accord and told Loki to assume his position. But like you know the way Loki mm. can like change his appearance to look like Odin. So mm. I reckon he's done that. But he said to Loki, I am taking the throne back the second I set foot in Asgard. But what he's gone to do is, he's gone to look for the Infinity Stones because he's seen the Aether. And that's the um, reality stone, I think. Hmm. Possibly. Interesting. How do you come up with this stuff? Has this all happened in the comics? No. No, I've genuinely just made that up. Actually, (laughs) I've just made it up on the spot. I'll just say that now. Just made that up on the spot. But Odin does go walk about as legend, doesn't he? As yeah, yeah, as an yeah. oboe. So they borrowed from that, haven't they? So, yeah, yeah. As it's like it's like the theory that God of Christianity is actually an eternal hobo who, like, if anyone like gives them money or like it's like charitable, basically, like they get rewarded in the afterlife. Yeah. It's a load of crap, Same like thing. me being an atheist. So. Same thing. That's what happens to uh, to God in their uh, dogma, isn't it? And yeah, Bruce Almighty. He's down on earth, gets battered. <laughs> so the the second spoiler type thing came out a little bit later. Uh, pictures of an unknown actress in a certain costume. Um, mm. I looks see like it. Uh, it looks like we might be seeing death. Oh. Um, who in the comics is the reason why Thanos goes after the Infinity Stones? Yeah. Because he is obsessed with death and wants to collect the stones for her. Um, mm. It definitely did look like it was Death's costume, I have to be honest. Uh, it matched up to the other picture, didn't it? Yeah, so. dark blue hooded cloak. Um, they weren't shown who it was. It definitely wasn't someone that we know who's been cast. It definitely wasn't Kate Blanchett or or anybody like that that we've seen before. Um, so it definitely looks like it's a new actress coming in. Whether it's we're not going to see her face, it could just be that it was a double for now. Um, mm. We won't see death fully exposed until Infinity War. I don't know, but it definitely didn't look like anybody we've seen before. Um, yeah. Could could that cape and the woman in the cape not just have been like for CGI purposes? It on could, the set. It could well be that, as I said, we might not even see it. They did it with Thanos. It was someone yeah. different playing Thanos early on than it is now. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if they haven't cast anybody yet to not give it away um, that they were they were casting. So that's another nice little addition. That's quite interesting. Um, 
and the final, I think the the big spoiler for everybody. <laughs> yeah, it was that big. We we decided not to repost. Yeah, it, it? <laughs> we we decided not to put it on the Facebook because we <laughs> felt it was a little bit too on the nose um, for people that don't want to be spoiled. Um, we've left it a couple of weeks now since it was it was released, so we're gonna we're gonna give it away tonight. Um, a little address card that Thor happened to be carrying around with him. <laughs> That happened to have Doctor Strange's address on it. Oh, my head's getting battered here. <laughs> now, I've got a theory about this. I Go don't on. think it's Doctor Strange that he's going to find. I think ah. it's Mad- Mads Mikkelsen's character that he's going to end up finding. I think they were filming the end credits scene for Doctor Strange. Oh, ah, could be. He's left it a bit late, if that's true. They normally don't film it at the same time. They normally Because it's no. normally another film. So it's normally another director directing it. Because Joss did the um, Times Square one, didn't he? Yes. In, yeah. In First Avenger. James Gunn yeah. did the Guardians one. Um, for Thanos, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. So It's always does, a subsequent director that seems to shoot it. It's, yep. So that would make sense that they're coming towards the end of filming on Thor. And they've done this. And it really oh, wouldn't oh. surprise me. That's true, but I mean, if they've got to add some sort of CGI into it, that is like, I mean, CGI usually takes maybe two months and then another month for finishing off. Assuming it's an effect sequence, though, it might just be a dramatic sequence. Yeah, I get the feeling. That's alright, like, because, I mean, they could just literally just stick that on the end of the the film, like. Yeah. yeah. I wonder whether Loki's in uh, cahoots with Mads Mikkelsen's character. And he's, mm. t- he's taken Thor to see him, to send him away. That's my my theory, is that, that Loki wants Red. And Thor mm. ends up on this, this planet. Oh, with Planet Hulk, yeah. Yeah. Oh, what is Planet Hulk, please? It's so good. Oh, put that on your, uh, your reading list, seriously. Basically, Hulk goes into space. Which we all saw. We all saw Hulk at the end. In space. We all saw at the end of the last Avengers film. Hulk is basically in space, um, and basically he gets turned into a gladiator. It's actually like I kind of think it's like the the gladiator film with Russell Crowe. Yeah. Yeah. Not like Jet or Hunter. No. 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 <laughs> so or he's gone. Rhino. He's gone from hiding and caring for the the world's poorest people. And nursing them and stuff like that. To, to fighting for his dinner. To fighting for his dinner on a different planet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically. Uh, in full-time Hulk. Yes. Yeah. What's what's changed that? That's like Adam the Woo deciding he's going to stay at home and then going out travelling for two <laughs> years. <laughs> so, basically, he I think he finds that the, the Hulk takes control. Yeah. But he's kind of... Bruce is kind of under the surface, so the right. Hulk now talks. Like he does in the cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. And the comics, he does in the yeah. comics, doesn't he? He can actually string more than three words together. Yeah. Like, I am Groot. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. So, that, that's why... It's like two spaces on a Friday night, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the standard pub, Josh. Yeah, it is, you know, it actually is. But... Oh. Yeah, that's my little theory about what they were filming on Thor. Mm. But whether it whether it's true or whether it's something actually for Thor, I'm not sure. 
but that's my little theory. But, so, that's, uh, I think that's it for the news, isn't it? I don't think we've got anything else. So, yeah. Um, so moving on, we're going to do a, a, not really a comparison because we don't want it to become a, a versus thing. We kind of want to look at what maybe Marvel are doing better than DC at the moment. Maybe what DC are doing that maybe Marvel could could pick up on and and possibly get right. So let's start with with what Marvel's Marvel's doing right. What do we all think that they're actually getting right at the moment that maybe DC aren't? Bloody films. <laughs> just yeah, the films just yeah. across the board. Yeah, they're just because I think DC get dragged over the coals for even the slightest bit of difference. I mean, if you look at uh, Batman vs Superman, that got slated by critics and some fans for being dark, gritty, brooding, and practically no humour. Fair enough, it didn't actually have that. But, and Craig will back me up on this, it was a bloody good film. Well, as someone like me, right, who doesn't really read the comic books, just loves a good superhero film. Um, I think both of them are hitting it out the park. I haven't seen a bad comic book film in recent years. Since but, Batman and Robin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Um, and <laughs> I think they're both as good as each other. Um, the Marvel stuff is a little bit lighter. The DC stuff is a little bit darker. But I think maybe the uh, the last Batman trilogy sort of sent them down that path anyway. Yeah. And yeah, just well, yeah of... I think that's the problem. They decided to carry on down that path, I think. Yeah. And possibly yeah. flipping it again might have been the right way to go. Yeah, because people always say, they always like put things on Facebook like, Dear DC, this character is meant to be dark, Batman. These characters are not, and it's literally every other DC character. And they're right. Mm. Well, I think that that's where all the facts possibly come from. Because, see, I don't think of Superman as a dark character. Huh? He used to wear his t- pants outside his tights and fly around, you know, for a long time. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of the, possibly the flat and, and the conflict is coming from. I mean, for me, I think the, the big difference with the two, I come out of Marvel movies, for me... DC aren't making four and five star movies, but Marvel are. I come out and I think that's a four, that's a four and a half, that's a five out of Marvel. Wow, I really enjoyed that. Can't yeah. wait to see it again. DC films have come out and think, mm, that's all right. Three out of five, maybe. I don't get the same oomph from the current DC output. I, mm, yeah, I see where you're coming from. But I, I, again, I'm, I'm going to... hard work for me to watch... And enjoy. No, oh, no, I, I don't. I don't think I, it's hard work to sit down and watch like Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman. I mean, Suicide Squad. I was on the edge of my seat for that film. I didn't stop smiling through that film. It was um, so funny. Now, do you are you all relevant and up to date with the comic books? Pretty much, yeah. So, okay. I don't well, yeah, a little bit of Justice League Dark, anyway. So that's about it. So. Who is? You know, how are the Marvel comic books doing compared to the Marvel films? The uh, Marvel is... comics have actually dropped in sales 
but DC have actually gone up. So is that a side effect of the Marvel films? People mm. can't relate to the comics because when they, they go and pick up... I've, I've heard stories of like um, Black Superman... Um, not Black Superman, Black Spider-Man, is it? Or Spider-Man. Yeah, there's a Black Spider-Man, yeah. You know, and all weird things like that. Not that that's weird, Ooh. but you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, I know what you mean, but it's not... Thor's a woman. Yeah, that kind of did send them into decline, but that's, you know, only, <laughs> that's only because of the, the actual character that they used. All I need to say is Hail Hydra. You know, what's <laughs> going on with that storyline? Well, I don't actually read the Captain America comics because I don't really find the character appealing unless I watch him in a film. I'm just going to say that now. But I don't I don't know what the meaning behind it was, if I'm honest. I've been told that it was he was like an undercover agent or something or some whack job thing. I don't know. Is that, that storyline run its course now, has it? I think it's coming to an end, I think. I mean, my mate was absolutely bladded when he told me, like, but I don't know. So, but uh, I think people say that the Marvel comics have declined because they're going along the route that DC have done with the comics where they're consistently rebooting the continuity. And DC have kept... The last time DC rebooted must have been late or early 2014, some. Sometime then, I think. But, yeah. But I don't... Yeah. I, I mean, again, for me as well, the Marvel uh, movies are very linear. You know, one film ends, another film starts. It's almost yeah. one story. Now, I think DC hasn't really... I think um, Batman versus Superman is the central hub of a wheel. Because yeah. we never, we never, ha- we had Man vs. Steel, Ma- Man of Steel, but we didn't have that jolly, happy Superman film. No, no. Where I think the other thing is, of course, is the the big difference is that DC are stuck in permanent catch up. They didn't have a big cinema universe planned. I don't think like Marvel had. No. It all came on the back of the success of how Marvel were doing. Yeah. And DC thought, oh, hang on, I think we need to be doing something like that. And having all these separate films, I think with DC, um, the last the f- um, Batman vs Superman, you see the Flash, don't you? So he's time yeah. traveling. Now I think that is a massive clue. I think you're going to be seeing a standalone Batman film set before Batman vs Superman. A standalone Superman film could be set, you know, before. I think that's what they're going to do, and very much. Um, remember League of Gentlemen series three, mm. where it was it was one day played out from different <laughs> points of view. Uh, I I oh, think yeah. that's what D, DC are doing, and it's going to everything in um, Batman versus Superman will sort of make sense at at that point, and everyone will go, oh, that's what I think's coming. Mm. Except, well, as I say, I think that, that, that that's going to be a case of they haven't already set that in stone. They're going to plug the gaps, possibly. Yeah, I maybe. That's the big difference, is that they've never had a big big wall chart with all the stuff on it of where all the movies are going in the same way. I, to me, that's the big difference. Yeah. Well, the thing is, they've got um, 
Jeff Johns on board with all the films now, so I think we're going to get some sort of structure now, so I've got my fingers crossed for them, because I do hope they do well, because they've got good characters. They just don't know how to use them. The other great thing I think about the, the Marvel seem to do that always knocks out the pot, they make all these casting announcements and people go, oh, it's going to be terrible, and yet every one of them knocks yeah. out the pot. I think Cumberbatch is going to be superb. Yeah, yes. It's strange. It's, it's, when it's he was benefit. first announced, I thought, hmm... I thought they might have gone with something maybe like Ethan Hawkey type of person. Yeah. But uh, then but see the trailers and the pictures. And he just is Doctor Strange, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. See, I had the. I personally, I was a huge fan of him beforehand anyway. But I know a lot of people felt exactly the same way about Paul Rudd when he was cast mm. as Ant Man, and people were going, How's he going to be an action hero? Uh, He's just a comedy actor. Yeah, That's he, what he absolutely is. kicked it out of the park. Yeah. In both appearances he's made so far. Yeah. So, see, the, the thing that I think that possibly Marvel are getting right is that they haven't had a filmmaker over the top of everything. I know we've had Joss, obviously, for a couple of Avengers films, and he had yeah. his input in the other films. Yeah. yeah. And now with the Russos as well. But they've had someone above them that was a, was a comic book fan. Yeah. yeah. First and foremost, in Kevin Feige. Yeah. And I think that's where DC have had their issues. Well, that's what DC have brought in with Jeff Johns yeah. now, because he wrote practically every good comic from about 1990 to present day. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's my big issue, is I think that Zack Snyder's had too much of a control. Yeah. And, I, so and he's very much a style over substance kind of director, isn't he? Yeah. 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 It's all sort of shine, but there's not. You scratch the surface, there's not a lot underneath it. No. Yeah. Um, that's. I think that's why his um, 300 films, the second one, bombed, I think. I think that's why. Yeah. Um, I think you look at it, I think it possibly would have been a better universe had Nolan stayed on board. If you oh, wanted to. I'm sure to, it would have done. Yeah. If you're yeah, going to stay in the. Have, route, but the thing is, Nolan, every film Christopher Nolan does is grounded in the utmost reality. Like. Mm. You got a reason for why Batman can glide in those films. You got a reason why he picked the tumbler over an actual Batmobile-looking car. Mm. But that—that's why I don't think Christopher Nolan would have actually done a good job. He probably would have made great films. Don't get me wrong, but it would not have been. Well, it would have been, but it wouldn't have been proper comic book films with like powers and stuff. I mean, like I think. You have to have some sort of scientific explanation. That's what the Flash does properly t- when we get to TV. But you still need to have someone needs to go. Oh, Superman can shoot lasers from his eyes. Why can he do that? I don't know. You just can. <laughs> you need to have some sort of mystery. Can you imagine a Chris Nolan Superman film? The devastation that that happened in Man of Steel. The explosions. The city demolished. <laughs> He'd have demolished half the bloody planet. Yeah, he would, to be honest. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, moving on, I think I think DC do so, do do some things right. Yeah. Um, with the, with the films, I certainly think they they build up the anticipation better than Marvel, in my opinion. Oh yeah. I mean, look at Suicide. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Look, we've got a trailer for Justice League already. Oh, I know. Oh, I'm still a year away. People outside Hall H on the day that got released could actually hear people inside 
and that place is soundproofed. Blimey. That did get me that. It, it, that was phenomenal. I, oh. I yeah, I'm I'm all for it. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm always a great believer in. I'm certainly what they call the teaser trailer. Um, oh yeah, like it, I think probably before like, you remember back in the day when Jurassic Park came out, the very first trailer that came out was like a year in advance nearly, and all it was was the guy in the cave with a bit of um, amber. Oh yeah, and from then you want to see the film based on that. And I think Marvel ought to start looking at that a little bit more. Getting us, you want a 12 month early teaser just to get that information, that recognition there. Because not everybody yeah, stays that's the ready. Difference, you see. That's the difference. Because you slap a Mar- Marvel logo on a film and people go, I'm going to see that anyway. It doesn't matter. Mm. No matter what I see in a trailer, if it's got Marvel logo on it, mm. I'm going to see it. Because they have built up that their films are just good. Yeah. They haven't had a film that bombed. They've had yeah. films that have done worse than others. They haven't had a film that bombed. But have, DC DC, had a, have DC had a film that's bo- genuinely bombed? Or Green Lantern. Is it just... Yeah, Green Lantern. Green, yeah. Green Lantern, Batman and Robin. Okay, Batman in, this era, in this era of um, movie making, I don't um, think they have. They've been critically panned. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. yeah I mean, so it also depends how you define bombed. I mean, a lot of them, they're not going to make a lot of profit. They're not. Well, I think I think how you define Bond as a film that makes less than its budget. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. In, People are going like, to see them. In the in the comic book uh, universe, DC and Marvel have have they teamed up occasionally? Yeah. Do you ever foresee anything like that happening? In no, the films. Yeah. I don't hear. No, it's, it's due yeah, to the studios that own them. Yeah, it's I mean, Warner happen. Brothers and Disney, it's not really going to happen. Because at, at some point the bubble is going to burst with all these films. Oh, they yeah, say that, but we've been... Really, not for another maybe 20 years. years. Mm. As if they've still got enough material to go off, like, but... I mean, I've been going to watch certainly DC movies since Batman in 1989 at the cinema. So yeah. it's not a new thing. And in fact, it's probably outside of Batman begins the last DC film I came out of. Going wow, I really enjoyed that. It was probably Batman Returns, and that's mm. like 1992. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I mean, Steven Spielberg said that um, the the comic book movie genre is eventually going to just die. But he never said when, but people say that he said that is because he's never been offered to direct one. He's just bitter. <laughs> he probably is. It's possible. Would he do a good comic book film? And who would who would uh, his superhero be? I think he'd probably have to do something obscure. I think he m- might make a good Doctor Fate film. Doctor Who now? No, not Doctor Who, Doctor okay. Fate. <laughs> I don't know who he is. Is he related to Doctor Strange? Ba- he is basically the DC version. Ah, right, okay. Is yeah. he is he going to get a movie? In um, typical DC catching up to Marvel. The only other Doctor we know is getting a film is Savage at the moment, isn't he? Oh, Doctor... Doc Savage is getting a remake. I believe so, yeah. Ooh. Um, 
I'm sure I saw something like The Rock's name was attached to that, but that's, that's the point. Wasn't that Jumanji? Uh, oh, that's as well. <laughs> Karen Gillan's joined Jumanji. I am made up. I'm definitely going to see that film now. In fact, he can't be far off a Marvel or DC film at some point. The Rock, surely. So. He's in um, Black he's Adam. Doing, yeah, he's doing Shazam. Of course he is, yes, thank you. Yeah, I forgot about that. So. The, the other thing I think that DC, and this is moving on to the TV side of things, as we've discussed earlier, with the TV being supposedly part of the MCU, yeah. I think that's where DC are getting their TV right. As much as we hate it, that it's not going to be Amal or Augustine in Justice League. Yeah. Their TV shows are still working because they're not tied down. Yeah. For me. While I, also yeah. not being kind of allowed to be part of that. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. But uh, they've also got the crossovers going better between, well, now the four shows it's going to be. Yeah. I know, I can't wait. I'm so hyped. And that's, <laughs> that's definitely where I think DC are getting things right at the moment. Yeah. Mm. As much as people have slagged off the last couple of seasons of the TV stuff, it's still so enjoyable. Mm. Well, and I understand where they're coming from with Arrow because I watched Arrow from the very beginning because I watched Smallville. And I'm not being funny, Smallville went downhill after like season six. But Arrow, there's like, there's like Arrow season two up at the top, Arrow season one, about 50 feet of crap. And then Arrow Season 3. <laughs> and then Arrow Season 4 is just somewhere in the middle of the 50 feet of crap. So, that, I mean, well, I mean, the the Flash has just been consistently great. Legends of Tomorrow, I could give a take, but I watch it because it's all connected. And I only watch Supergirl because Melissa Benoist is just, a, like, I think God was just like, I don't know what he did, but he did something right. Yeah, because the, the weird bit with DC Telly, of course, is the is the show that kind of sits on its own, being with Fox, isn't it? I think Paul. Oh, oh, oh Gotham. Gotham. Yeah. Has that uh, been canned? Does it? You saying poor old Gotham? No, 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 it's, just, no it's just poor old Gotham because it's on its own on a, oh, its right. own little network. I love that show. That is so good. And of course, they've got their comedy series coming out shortly. Mm. Which um, one's that? Is that Paulus? Uh, no, it's... Oh, what's it called? It's basically about the, the insurance company that cleans yeah, up that's after... Paulus. Is it Powers? Powerless. Powerless, that's Powerless, it. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's due to come out, and that's on a completely different network all by itself as well, isn't it? Yeah. Does anyone watch Constantine on the NBC? I watched the one series that they had, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I I watched the first five episodes and just completely lost interest. It just didn't really... I didn't like it. No. Mm. I'm glad they brought, brought him into Arrow, though. I was quite glad. Well, again, about... yeah, they, they've made that part of the crossover now in, in, a, in the same way. Yeah. It's actually what we said earlier about, about corporate and Marvel. And the fact, as far as I'm concerned, when you've got Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and you've got those three, four, five Netflix shows... There should be some scope for cross pollination of those shows. Definitely. You should be able to get Colson onto one of those shows without any bloody problem whatsoever. Quite frankly. Yeah. Because I'm not being funny. If you went up to Clark Greg and said we want you on Daredevil for like a, a few scenes, he'd go, "Yeah, all right." 
yeah. just do it. He, yeah. No, no aggro, no nothing. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it. And I think sometimes, sadly, the lawyers get in the and the suits get in the way of of telling yeah. good stories on occasion. Uh. Yeah, yeah, it definitely seems like DC have got their head screwed on when it comes to the TV. Oh yeah, side of things for sure. And and bringing up the Netflix things things alongside DC films being too dark, couldn't get any darker than Daredevil. <laughs> Dare, Daredevil yeah, shocked is, me. Daredevil's just good though. Like that's why. Yeah. And mentally, there's elements of Jessica Jones, which are you, about as dark as you can get as yeah. well. Oh, yeah. Jessica Jones <laughs> shocked me. I, <laughs> I love Jessica Jones. She's the most beautiful woman I've ever set eyes on. <laughs> and he was the worst, baddest Marvel <laughs> villain I've ever seen. Everyone no, else I'm, uh, no Craig, I'm sorry. I know we are good mates, but I've got to disagree with you there. I loved David Tennant as Kilgrave. That's that's what I'm saying. He's the baddest oh, one. Oh, you said baddest. I thought you meant like he was crap as the villain. No, no, no he meant I was baddest as in badass. Yeah, oh. I'm being in the hood with the boys. <laughs> He's got getting down with the crew, lad. Any? Are you on yeah. Fleck, Craig? I'm on Fleck. <laughs> he really is <laughs> a horrible character. Um, yeah. um, and I can't wait to see uh, Luke Cage. That looks I'm, so good. That's the number so, one. I love that. He's so good. He's... Well, again, you see why we're talking about these, these separate shows. Again, there's an element where I think they came down. I mean, I quite honestly expected the end of um, Jessica Jones to have seen Matt sat up on a wall somewhere watching yeah. her. I know. And we was. get it. I was a little bit irked. Yeah, I was disappointed. I'll give you yeah. that, yeah. Because that's what, that's what I think. I think because Jessica Jones and Luke Cage have already met... They're gonna get together and say, or maybe even Luke Cage might see Iron Fist, or he might appear in the Iron Fist show, and mm. say, "Oh, that guy's cool. Let's all get together." And then you, you just like hear them say, "Oh, what about that devil of Hell's Kitchen? Let's get in. Let's get him." Maybe it's something like that. Just throwing yeah. stuff out they, there. They, they've got one or two crossing over now with Foggy and stuff, but yeah, that was that was a drop ball not having a, a, a brief cameo from Matt Murdock at the end of, of Jessica yeah. Jones just to set them going again. I had I had a little um, I actually I wrote, I wrote a bit of fan fiction to put a Daredevil scene in. I thought <laughs> that um, Jessica, you know, the fight in the bar with Luke Cage, like yeah. when the gang comes in, basically the police get called from like a neighbor over the road and. Um, like she gets arrested, but because it's Luke's bar, he says, "Oh, they all came in." She just joined in because he doesn't know her, and then like someone comes in to represent her, mm. and he goes, uh, "Matt Murdock, attorney of law." And it just like I thought, that'll be enough. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's all we needed was like just one brief appearance from him. Yeah, I mean, the Punisher's getting his own series as well, isn't he? Thank God. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's more scope for crossover, but they do need to exploit the crossover. Yeah, yeah. they need to get the ABC thing tied in as well with it somehow. Yeah, because uh, you've almost got three branches of the MCU now, effectively. Yeah, yeah. You've got network television, you've got Netflix, and you've got the movies. Yeah. Do you reckon Ghost Rider might get his own series or maybe an, his own film or something, or do you reckon I, he'll stay on Agents of Shield? I think that's where they're leaning, but I get the feeling it will be a different Ghost Rider when he gets his TV series. If he does get some sort of thing away from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I hope they bring Johnny Blaze in. It's got to be Johnny Blaze. You can't have a TV series based around no. any of the others no. for me. 
I also wonder whether that's where they might introduce Blade in a cameo at some point, is in a Ghost Rider series. Yeah, the supernatural side of things. Yeah, those films were great. What What do people think um, of the cartoon side of stuff? It's the uh, one bit I haven't watched a lot of. I, I do need to watch more of both. I do like the DC animated arm. I think they they do some really good movies. Yeah, that, that's. I'm not being funny. If they got rid, I, I hope I hope they don't. But if they got rid of the live action DC movies and had like some sort of animation universe, which they kind of have got going, I'd be happy with that. But I get the Justice League. Them. Dark movie next year, aren't we? Out of them, so uh, yeah, yeah. I hope that does well because, mm. as they said with um, Arrow season four, magic is a tricky thing to put on telly. Uh, sometimes movies come in because Harry Potter has success and I mean, things like that. But yeah, I'd be happy if they did that. The Killing Joker was was a brilliant little piece of film. Yeah, once you got about forty minutes into it after the sex scene. I didn't mind the sex scenes. Well, we know you don't mind them, Craig, but you know, there's some other people who prefer a little bit of normality. I do need to watch that just to get the feel of the controversy from it. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you need to. But, uh, well, I, I'm not, I haven't got any of the baggage that you, you guys seem to sometimes carry around with you. And this, the Batgirl stuff just literally didn't bother me. Mm. It Basically, because that film got a director video order and then got a feature release like in the cinema he said you need to add 40 minutes worth of content on and he went well what are we going to do we've done the entire comic book like pretty much word for word what are we going to do so they just said oh we'll stick a bit of Batgirl stuff on the start so people feel a bit of remorse for when like Joker shoots it in the spine I see Paul yeah I was going to say, have you watched any of the um, the Guardians cartoon? Because that's kind of set after the movie, isn't it? I haven't, no. I haven't got around to no. seeing it. It's not appeared on any of the stations over here. Yeah. It's Guardians on, of the Galaxy has got a cartoon. Yeah. It's on a website I've been watching Ultimate Spider-Man on. Right. I'll, I'll send you the link. Yeah, cool. The other thing I was going to bring up, has anybody seen any of Vixen? Yes, I watched. I that. watched it around the time when she made her appearance in Arrow. Yeah. No, I, wa- I watched it. No. I really enjoyed it, actually. Yeah, I did. Well, what I did because I saw that it was um, like one episode shown over five minutes, like in six different parts. I thought I'll wait till episode six comes out. I watched or it. Episode five, or whatever it was, and I'll watch it all together because I just couldn't be bothered waiting. Fair do to the writers, we did get a really good gag in Arrow about it when he said they'd had an animated conversation. Yeah, just a brilliant fun. gag. And now, of course, <laughs> they're tying it into Legends as well this year. Mm. Yeah, I'm not. I don't particularly like that. I like the fact that they're doing Vixen, but I don't like the fact that it's not the woman who was here in Arrow. It I don't originally was. Um, yeah, but she's been cast in something else. Yeah. Um. So they've had to write it as her grandmother. Yeah, but again, that's something I think they've done well at DC. I like that idea of an- having animated stuff, which is actually canon. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a really interesting way to do things. Yeah, that it's you don't have to see it, yeah. but if you do watch it, you get a little bit more about the character and a little bit of background. 
that you wouldn't probably normally get from the show itself. Because Amor's yeah. been in it, hasn't he? Yeah. Hitman yeah. Grant did the voices. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Amel and uh, Grant Gustin were in the first series, and in the second one, I think both both the Firestorm entities are in it. Not Robbie Amel, the the coloured fella, and the um, the old guy who plays Martin Stein. I think there's one other person. Apparently, uh, Brandon Routh's in it. So, I'm going to have to try and catch up with that. Yeah. Yeah, it's worth seeing. Is it about 40 minutes, 30 minutes, uh, something like that, I think? Yeah, something like that, yeah. yeah. All right. Anybody got anything else to add? Because we're, we're heading towards the hour, Mark. I uh, don't think so. No. no, I think... No? No? Right. No, no, I'm good. I think that was <laughs> a, a nice little roundtable discussion yeah. um, for everybody. So... On that note, if you want to find us, you can find us on Facebook. Just search for Strike. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Strike Podcast UK. Um, and yeah, so I'll say goodbye.